0: Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news,
0: I can't believe this. We've reached Friday of our greatest hits week on the stacking Benjamin show. Oh gee, it's been a very short week this week, but I have to say one thing. The biggest thing we did in 2022 was we made it out alive. we
4: were successful.
0: Our last recording of 2022. Here's to you, my friend. It was great getting to work with uh, you and our team this year. Again, it was a fantastic, really a fantastic and fantastically weird year for us. I was away from the basement a lot on a book tour. You were all over the place. I felt like this year, you said yesterday you reached (laughs) mega titanium status Go me in that year. I think for 2023, my goal is to be home more. I would love to be home more. I don't know about you. Just be more purposeful, I think, in terms of travel. And it is funny because I felt like all of the travel that you and I did was pretty purposeful. But uh, when I look back, maybe uh, maybe a little too much purpose. (laughs) A little too much purpose. (laughs) I want to back down on the purpose a little, maybe. I don't know. But happy new year to you, my friend. We're going to leave everyone with this gift because next Friday is an episode that our longtime listeners already know about. And that is our annual eight ball episode. Uh, Mr. Len Penzo from Lenpenzo.com. Who's one of our great contributors to this podcast bought a Walmart eight ball a long time ago, and he bought it for one of his kids. And one year just for fun, he took it out. It turned out, Oh gee, the eight ball was very, very good at predicting the future and uh it's had great years the first few years and went through a slump and well we want to play as a prelude to this year's which will appear next friday uh eight ball episode the 2022 version of this so in anticipation of next year's this is uh last year's eight ball episode happy new year stackers
4: Folks,
5: it's showtime. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and what do your psychic powers say about 2022? Today, in one of our favorite episodes of the entire year, we'll find out if our very own Toy Magic 8 Ball successfully predicted the events of 2021. And of course, we'll then ask it to share with us what's going to happen in 2022. And that's not all. Is getting in shape and on a better diet one of your resolutions? We'll bring in the man with the healthy living plan to help you build your physical net worth. It's Angelo Poli from MetPro, and speaking of using toys as tools, here's a guy who we refer to as the craftsman of this podcast, mostly because
0: he's such a tool. It's Joe Salsihi. Yeah, not uh, not great, Doug. Not a great way to start this uh, episode, but hey, you tried. That's fine. Yes. Hey everyone, welcome to our favorite episode of the year. Welcome most to you, Doug. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just didn't know where yeah, to I'm glad to be here. Just didn't know where to start. You know, I'm going to kill you with kindness after that open. And across the card table from me, he's sitting directly across the card table. Doug sitting on the end of the card table. Mr. OG is here. How are you, man? Happy New Year? Well, you and I have had two New Year's episodes by now.
4: Yeah, we have. Happy New Year again, I guess. Yes.
0: Amen. Thank you. And coming to us from deep under Los Angeles, it's our good friend, Mr. Len Penzo. i am been looking forward to this all year. Can't wait. The question isn't, Len, if you've been looking forward to it all year, has the eight ball been looking forward to it all year? Let's ask it. So for people that don't know what goes on in this episode, we might as well fill them in every year for the last, how many years? And Paula, you and I were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we even came up with this tradition, how it started, but
3: this has yeah. been. We went from monkeys throwing darts at a list of stocks <laughs> to podcasters asking a magic eight ball. And for a long time lens, magic eight ball was fantastic.
0: Went through a drought for a couple of years. And last year it resumed its winning ways. And we're about to find out here in the next roughly hour and a half, whether it continues its winning ways, but l- let's ask it. Is the magic eight ball Len happy to be here? Well, that's a good question. Let's find out.
3: Without hesitation, yes.
0: <laughs> there we go. There it is. Aww. Absolutely. How, how heartwarming! <laughs> that was. We're off to a good start. We are. Should I calibrate? Should I calibrate the? Eight ball, before we start. How do you calibrate it, Len? What do you do?
1: Well, you ask it a question that you know the answer to. Well, you we just, just make sure. We for, just, for example, like I'd say, is it time for Joe to get a haircut? And we know, we know what the answer is, right? <laughs> so let's absolutely we do let's calibrate. We'll know we're calibrated. <laughs> this the, is
5: dangerous. Uh,
1: eight ball, is it time for Joe to get a haircut?
5: It cannot be determined at this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's cause, that's because I have so little hair. Close uh, enough. I have so little hair. You don't know. I think that is, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's correct. And that last voice you're hearing the woman behind the afford anything podcast, Paula Pant is here.
3: I am so happy to be here. And that is the truth. The eight ball knows it. I cannot wait to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and and Paula, by the way, is all dressed up just for us. She got totally dressed up for us.
3: Very glamorous. Yes. And she looks uh, it's, fabulous folks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I have a face for radio, so You're glad novice. to be here. <laughs> but uh, that actually is a lie.
0: Paula's headed to a party as soon as we, we get done with this.
3: I am. But it's a party thrown by another content creator. So, you know, Nomadic Matt, he has a very, very popular travel blog. A I'm not sure where to find media him, by following. the way. Oh, but I'm... Come on. <laughs> oh my God, Joe. It's too soon. Too soon, Joe. So anyway, he's throwing a big party for a lot of other content creators, and oh, I, I will be there.
0: I see. Glad we were all well, invited, Paula. Lost my invite. That's good. <laughs> but, uh, what the hell's going on there? Okay, lend So Matt, for Doug, us and us I. If you find yes,
5: him. Matt's a jerk face.
0: <laughs> Matt's Matt's BFF status with us is gone. Uh, we got a great show today. We got the whole team here. We're about to dive into the magic eight ball. Angelo Poli is going to help us at the halfway point get into shape for the new year. Angelo Poli from Met Pro. Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk, performance is not guaranteed. All right, let's get this party started. We start this party with last year's questions and we do three rounds of questions. And let's start off at the beginning of round one where Paula, you asked this question. Let's go back in time and listen to a year ago. What did you ask it?
3: All right, for twenty twenty-one, I will do the unthinkable and kick us off with a financial question. What are you
0: talking of? Who are you this I know, year? Right? <laughs> that just that just all of twenty twenty, I had no idea who you what are, and
1: you're the continuing net worth it now. Of the royals.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh boy.
3: In keeping with my time honored tradition of always asking a question related to South America, my financial question is going to be will the Equities market of South America, as tracked by a broad market index fund representing all of South America, will that South America index fund outperform the Dow Jones Industrial Average as measured from January 1st through December 1st, 2021?
0: And there's the question that, Paula, that you
3: asked it. So and, Yes. So I have to say, as I was listening to that replay, and I queued it up by saying this is about South America, and then I started with the words, will as i was re-listening to this right now in this moment i was like don't tell me that a year ago i asked will ecuador accept bitcoin (laughs) that (laughs) would i mean right
0: or el salvador have it as a
3: currency oh that's it it's not el salvador or it's not ecuador it's el salvador (laughs) darn it darn it darn it darn it yes
0: could have been either yeah, you were
3: close. You were in the hemisphere. Even in
0: her revisionist history, she
5: didn't get the right country. <laughs> right?
3: I mean, I've been to Ecuador five times. I should- uh, Weird
5: flex. I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> yes.
3: It's for, for the Chautauquas. It was for the fire movement. It was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. Have you ever been to Irkutsk? Irkutsk?
0: No, never. I've been there on my- uh, Len, I've been there on my risk map. <laughs> yes. right next to, I was hoping somebody would pull, would get that. That, I would use yeah. it for a jumping off spot to get Kamchatka. Yeah. yeah the Kamchatka the Peninsula is a key strategic <laughs> position to hold. <laughs> right, I was wondering when we're going to get to this. Here's the thing. Um, is it the, can you repeat
2: the part <laughs> of the stuff where you said all about the things?
0: Yeah. Thank you for bringing us back. Homer ticker symbol. ILF is a South American index. The Dow Jones industrial average did 16% better than South America. Polly heavily invested in South America.
3: Not heavily, no. A small portion of my portfolio, but nothing well, nothing di- to write home about. Diversification. Diversification. But the question isn't whether it did
0: or not. The question is, is did the eight ball? The, the right answer here is going to be no, right? The, did ILF, the South is American index. This the most index. confusing part about all of this. Glenn, yeah. will ILF, the iShares Latin America index, beat the Dow Jones Industrial Average? Without hesitation. Yes. Wow. Oh boy. Oh. We're off
3: to a
1: bad start, I see. I was
3: wrong on that one, on its prediction. <laughs> Who knew? Are you guys
0: surprised at all by how well the US stock market did this year? Yes.
3: Yep. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. not not to disparage the US. It just, just uh this was An unusually good year in stock market history. And it's funny because so many people have
0: been saying the end is nigh for so long. And we got another. Who
1: would that
0: be? Why'd you look at me when you said that, There's I love how we're the Brady Bunch here and OG's pointing straight (laughs) down at Len. Like Who who would that be? The Magic 8-Ball, though, off to a little bit of a rough start. But hey, that's only one question and we've got 12. So let's keep the ball. Let's keep the ball moving here. Len, you asked the second question, which was this. Will the uh,
1: Vanguard Strategic Small Cap Equity Fund, which is an actively managed blend fund that kind of blends between growth and value. Will that outperform Vanguard's Small Caps Index Fund? Oh, asking about small
0: companies. In yes. 2021. You know, you know, what's funny, guys, you know, what's funny is not the, that I don't care what I thought was funny a year ago. Let's talk about what's interesting this year, Len. I like your premise there. And I was queuing it up. And I think a lot of people didn't hear you were you're really interested in 2021 and in active investments versus passive investments in the same sphere. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to see basically who would, would active and, or passive what would, would do better. Yeah. You know. So boy, and have and, you? And, and have my you... thought was active. I thought just myself. I thought this would be the year for active and active investors. But I, I bet you the passive did better. I don't know. But
0: well, guess see. what? The Vanguard Strategic we'll Small see. Cap Equity Blend Fund at the time of this recording had done twenty nine percent. That's the Strategic Small Cap Equity Blend. The Vanguard Small Cap Index is plus twelve. So which one did better? The active did active. better, right? The actively managed yes. fund did way better, did uh, well, far, far, far better interesting. than the small cap index did this year. I don't know yeah, if that's not,
1: that's not important, Joe. What's important is what did the eight fall? <laughs> that is exactly.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, we're about to find out not. here in just a second. Will the actively managed small cap blend fund beat the small cap index? Here we go. Wow! Bam! There we go. There we go. Ties it and, up.
1: And you know what? Now, now that I'm thinking about it, you know what? Oh, I, I think it does make sense that the active one out because I believe the small caps were did really poorly this year up until maybe the last couple months. I think they they've started really coming on strong. No, you're shaking your head. It's
4: been really volatile. Actually, there's been periods of time where like the small cap index has done pretty well, and then and then other periods of time where it's been pretty pretty volatile it kind of depends on on your start end time but it makes sense if if last year the final part of the year was really good you know i mean reversion to the mean right if you have a plus 30 in three months you're likely to not see a plus 30 in the next three months just
0: yes that's true
4: uh, not gonna happen it's also interesting that you picked the small companies because i think if there was going to be outperformance by active management it would happen in the small companies I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, because that's where the work
1: is and finding the nuggets.
4: Yeah, you you could have actual impact on making a decision or finding the diamond in the coal mine, so to speak, versus, um, you know, the S&P. It's kind of hard. You know, I will say this. So
1: I've talked before, you know, I like to invest in in mining stocks and it's dangerous, uh, very volatile. Investing um, or mining? Huh.
3: (laughs) Both.
1: Investing yeah. <laughs> or mining or investing in mining. <laughs> investing in mining is uh, it's you have to have a strong stomach for it. So but I've done both. I have taken some of it. I've taken a portion of it in my that I'm doing on my own. And I've hired a manager a, a fund to do it as well.
0: And the fund totally beat my butt this
1: year. So I didn't do as good.
0: The next question that we had, OG, was yours. And OG, you asked this question.
4: Uh, big talk at the end of 2020 was all about DoorDash. Airbnb, and of course our most favorite stock of all time, Tesla. So here's my question: Is an equal weighting of Doordash, Airbnb, and Tesla, a third in each, going to outperform the S and P 500? Oh, (laughs) that it did! Isn't it wild that a year later? Excellent question. I don't know about Airbnb, but I think Doordash
0: went up a monster amount. Doordash actually went up the least of the four. Oh, you're kidding! The least of the four, DoorDash by itself, by the way, got beat by the S and P 500 as of December 15th. DoorDash was up 15 percent. Airbnb, Airbnb up 27. Tesla up 49. Like fifty or something.
1: But you know what? Fifteen percent, that's nothing to to snip at. I mean, that is excellent.
0: I, right. I would
1: take fifteen percent in a year. That's awesome.
0: Not at mm-hmm. all, Len, but think about a year ago. You know, a lot of people think that individual stock like DoorDash would have beaten the index and owning the index was better than yeah. owning a company like DoorDash. Yeah, amazing. That's just wild. But the answer is is yes. Here's the question though. Did the eight ball get it right? Let's listen. Be determined at this time. Oh, yes, huh? it can, April. Oh, no. uh,
3: the answer cannot be found at this moment. Wow, this is turning into a it does, presidential it's, controversy. It's,
0: Everything points to yes. Oh, now it's certain. Ooh. All of a sudden it went, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, know, And then finally it's like, okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> and the good news is it was correct. Yes. Better late than never, Len. But that means two to one now. Two to one. The uh, that's good. magic eight that's ball. Yeah. The night is still young. 66.6% success rate. Oh, but it only gets better from there. People have been hanging out with us on this podcast for a while know what my question's going to be, and it is this one. Mine, for the first round, I'm going to do what I did last year and go to Facebook. And I like this question because it goes along with the theme I've had all year long, tracking these Robin Hood scandals. Whenever I get on the internet, I, I feel like I see another scandal coming out of Robin Hood. So here's the question. Len will, well, 8-Ball. Eight 8-Ball. Eight Will Robin Hood have another scandal, yet another scandal, in 2021? And before we listen to that, Robinhood Hood not only had one scandal. I think they had three, OG. Yeah, I can't, I can't keep track of it. I know of at least two. There was just another data breach, yet another data breach. Uh, Are data breaches scandals these days? I think we can call a data breach a scandal. Okay. I think so, yes. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'd say the big Robin Hood thing that's on everyone's mind was what happened during GameStop. Right. when yes. Robin Hood yes. trading. And then, every, you know, people started really digging under the looking under the hood and understanding how payment for order flow works. Robin Hood really lost a lot not, of its credibility at that time. You kind of feel like
0: it. But then every day <laughs> there's just tons of people going, oh, so I yeah. pulled out my Robin Hood and I'm like,
3: really? Still? True. But there was a congressional investigation that opened up right after the GameStop AMC, like the Reddit takedown of Wall Street. And year, yet, it was sure a year. Get, it was I'm a year sure it Right on, on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And yet, still, the company survives and thrives. Well, but that's not the question. Is whether they're surviving? Was there a scandal? Uh, we said yes. There is. Did the eight ball say yes? There was another scandal.
2: The answer you seek is yes. <laughs> well, <bam>.
0: Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Eight ball after a little slow start, maybe getting the rust out, even though we warmed it up, Len, we warmed it up and we still had a slow start. Yeah, no, it's uh, Hey, it's it. uh, This is fantastic. Yes. Like old times. (laughs) Just like, just like in the early days. Totally is. Eight ball is rolling. That brings us into round two. And uh, Paula kicks off round two here with a question that I think shocked everybody. Nobody saw this question coming a year ago.
3: All right. Well, it's time for my annual British royalty question. Oh, you do those? Do you do British royalty questions? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but you know, longstanding tradition of asking about the British royals. Although I I suppose I'm going to ask about Harry and Meghan and technically they are no longer senior royals. So I don't know if, if a question about Harry and Meghan qualifies as a British royalty question entirely.
0: A junior British royalty question. I feel like there's a pun somewhere there just waiting, but I can't. It's not coming. Anyway,
3: (laughs) I'm going to repeat the same question as last year. Will Harry and Meghan announce a pregnancy in 2021? Okay,
0: let's see. And we'll see in just a second. But Paula, you know the answer to that one.
3: On Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day 2021, they announced.
0: You had to reach back to remember that, didn't you? Yeah, your yeah, memory no. is impeccable. It's Impeccable. It,
3: it really it blurs together. Like my 2020 and 2021 blur together so much. I don't know what year is what.
0: No, but uh, the good news is is they did and they also had a uh, safe birth. You they right, now yes. have
3: So they gave birth to a daughter whom they named Lilibet. Lilibet is a play on Elizabeth. Named after her grandmother, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, so her name is Lilibet Diana. She goes by the nickname Lily.
0: But here's the question now for 2022. And I can't wait to
3: till we see this. I don't think a Harry Meghan question is a royalty question anymore. Correct. Yeah. Well, they are junior royals, but the, they are no longer members of the senior members of the royal family. Yeah. yeah.
0: So big change. They have
3: also publicly announced that they're not having any more children. They're, uh, they're having Archie, Archie and Lily, and that's it. So, Len, I think you and I have publicly announced that as well.
1: <laughs> never say never, Joe. I, I'm going to keep trying,
0: though. <laughs> yes, I will publicly <laughs> publicly announce that there will be no more children <laughs> in the Selsey House. Not, not for a lack of trying. Yes, not for a lack of trying. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, way to put okay, it. Okay, off of that, and let's see. uh The answer is yes to the eight ball. Get it?
3: It has been determined so.
0: Wow! All right. Wow! We are on a roll. We were excited then. I'm even more excited now, Len. That's 80%. It is is kicking butt. The score now, four to one, eight ball way up, five in. Uh, Once again, we've got 12 of these things, plus an extra tiebreaker question, just in case it comes down to that. We go to Len's next question. We were surprised by Paula's question. Equally surprising was this one from Mr. Penza.
1: But you know what? I also love my gold mining shares. And so I'm going to, I want to know, if 2021 is the GDX, uh, which is the gold miners index, uh, the Van Eck Vectors Gold Mining Index a basket of gold mining shares, will that outperform the S and P 500 in 2021?
0: I think at the time, Len, you thought that it probably would. Oh my God, I had I had visions
1: of of uh, what is that uh, sugar plum fairies <laughs> or whatever dancing in my. I really thought. <laughs> I was going to be set for life. I was really licking my chops,
0: golden sugar plums and anything, but it's uh yeah. For people that don't follow the price of gold until uh, December 15th, of last year, ticker symbol, GDX down 12 versus oh. an S and P 500, which was oh, up no. don't say it. Don't 25, say it. up oh, 25, 40% painful, swing. painful. Yes. Big, big, big difference there. So oh. the, the answer oh, was my. no, it did not. Let's hear what the eight ball said.
5: That is a likely outcome.
0: Oh, I like it. Well, the eight ball, you know, I think after being up 80%, Len, getting one wrong. Not four in a row. It's <laughs> good, yeah, after a big four in a row. <laughs> I now. hope that's not a harbinger of what's to come.
5: So
0: <laughs> four let's uh... <laughs> Four and two at this point. But gold, you know, if we're looking at inflationary pressure in 2022, Len, maybe next year, huh? Well, you know, things sometimes you have irrational markets. I mean, if you look at if you
1: look at uh, uh, the real return on bonds on the ten-year Treasury bond, it's deeply negative right now. If you look at the CPI, which is, I think came in at minus 6.8 percent and then you have the 10-year bond which delivering a yield of 1.2 percent or something you're we're looking at a, a negative a, a real inflation-adjusted yield of negative 5.5 percent that is the most negative it has ever been i think maybe it was one more time back in the 70s but that's when precious metals usually thrive under negative real rates and uh, you know so markets are rational you
0: think crypto stole some of its thunder Stole some of its yes. money?
1: Quite possibly, Joe. I think that's an excellent
0: A lot of the same people that would yeah. have invested in gold are now yeah. moving over, moving over there. OG, that brings us to you. And uh, you also asked a question that, well, let's just listen.
4: But he's got a new project. <laughs> Joe's writing a book. So my question is, is Joe's book going to be published in 2021? <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to say, "Is Joe going to sell a million copies or something like that?" <laughs>
0: right. I like the, I like the, I like the cynicism of, "Is it even going to happen?" Right. That's great. Uh, That's believe it or not, somehow, somehow on December twenty eighth, and I found out from our publisher that it almost didn't happen. In fact, when I got my copies of Stacked, I found out uh, Nina, our amazing publisher, said I decided to keep you and Emily out of the loop. All of this supply chain stuff where we almost didn't have the launch day on the 28th. But the launch day happened. <laughs> <But> thank you. <laughs> and we're well on our way to a million copies for those of you that were wondering there. You're on your way. But if you want to help, stackybenjaminscom slash stacked. If you'd like to <laughs> give, it, give, it, give it a little boost. Buy one and yeah. get
4: another one for
0: the same price. Yeah, It's an amazing <laughs> deal. <laughs> Yes. Buy one get one
4: price. Buy one two, get one. Two for
0: the price of two. two. Get eight for the price of two. Better yet, Paula, eighteen for the price of eighteen.
4: <laughs> yes, if that keeps on giving.
0: All right, let's hear what the eight ball thought. Was the eight ball cynical about me?
2: The signs say no.
0: <laughs> I told you, eight ball. Told you. Eight ball of little faith. Take that eight ball.
1: Eight ball's becoming a cue ball.
0: (laughs) All of a sudden we go from up four to one to it's four, three now. And we're starting to sweat it out. I'm thinking, by the way, Len, just as an aside, you know, for the people that have only been with us for a few years, we changed up eight balls. We went from the old fashioned shake it up eight ball to the new electronic eight ball. And I got to say the new electronic eight ball hasn't performed like the old shake it up one did. But the shake it up one, Go Len, got so bad, we couldn't read it anymore, remember?
1: Well, yeah, it, what happens is it, it was foaming. The liquid right. inside would foam, and I couldn't even read what with the dumb thing. I have it right here. I'm holding it, but, uh, you know, I still keep Shaking it. Right, that thing but with you right are right. too much, Len. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Doug, come on, buddy.
5: <laughs> That's an innocent <laughs> but, question. But, but, and, you, and it you was right too much.
1: The, the traditional eight ball did much better the than the, the uh, new guy on the block, the new kid on the block. All right. still has to prove itself.
0: Well, next question. Let's see if it uh, turns the corner because I asked this next question. This was not my question. This came from our friends uh, in our Facebook group, The Basement. Laura asks this question in our Facebook group, The Basement. She says, will Victoria's Secret in 2021 make matching mask and thong gift packs for the holidays? <laughs> such like a <laughs> such a great question and uh I don't know Len when you were shopping for the honeybee did you uh, did you see any matching thong and mask combos?
1: No I no I didn't
0: Our producer I'm Karen I, I, really, I really want to know what the answer to this question is. <laughs> Our
1: producer days are coming up <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our producer Karen who did a ton of legwork and big props to her for helping us out with this because there was a lot of data to look up. The answer was no. However, they do sell black masks and they sell black thongs, but they never put them together for a matching gift set. So we think Uh. Victoria's Secret missed a huge marketing opportunity there. Mm. You should consult for them. (laughs) We should. You know what I was thinking? Well, they missed an opportunity, but did the eight ball get it? Let's listen. Everything points to no. <laughs> That's- uh, hey, so the eight ball said no. It was not going to happen. It was I, correct. Was, that?
1: Didn't, was it just me or did the eight ball sound extra sexy when he said it? Well,
5: yeah. And I also noticed how disappointed Paula sounded when the eight ball said
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, hey, I'm just saying you could consult for them. You could charge them like, Three hundred and fifty dollars an hour as a consult as a marketing consultant. Hey, I've got a great idea. There are already people on podcasts talking about this. It'll sell out immediately. (laughs) You don't think every middle
5: aged man has tried to be a consultant to Victoria's
0: Secret already?
3: You you get one for free with the purchase of Joe's book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A matching set. Yes, goes along with the title stacked.
3: Um, uh, Matching book. uh, What's what's the word? Bookmark. Matching bookmark.
0: (laughs) It's So good.
3: So bad. So bad. And that brings us to our
0: final round. Eight balls up uh, five, three. Let's see if we can eke out a victory. Paul is back.
3: Will Queen Elizabeth meet with either President Joe Biden or Vice President Kamala Harris in person, face to face at any point in 2021? We'll say prior to December 1st, 2021. Will
0: the Queen meet with the new president or vice president this coming year? And we know the answer to that, Paula. The answer is yes. I do not know
3: the answer. The really? answer They're is met? yes,
0: yes. Uh, president Biden and and Queen Elizabeth was that when they took a nap together at the COP twenty six conference? <laughs> Does that count? President Biden and First Lady Jill <laughs> Biden met with the Queen in June. Of, of last year. So very nice. the answer is yes, that did happen. But so we don't really care if that happened or not. Right. Let's listen in. 8-Ball, what did you think?
5: The answer is unclear. Try again. <laughs> of
0: course. <laughs> we waited for that. The magic 8-Ball is like I can't find Delta flights anywhere yet. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> wow, that was just <laughs> that was <definitive, laughs> no, wasn't
1: it? That was definitive. I think it was grouchy. Len it sounded grouchy. Yeah, that, that's a uh, boy. He was he
0: was definitely. Uh, well, he he screwed that one up. Well, it's now five four. We're into the home stretch. Three more to go. We're back to Mister Penzo. Let's listen in.
1: All right. So uh, let's see. I've asked two financials. I'm going to ask a, a, my my wild question for this group here. Uh, You know what? I I like golf. Uh, I love Jordan Spieth. But something's happened to that guy. I mean, he's 27 years old. He started off like gangbusters. He's the first first golfer to win a tournament as a teen since 1931. He's won three majors. He's won 11 PGA tournaments all before the age of uh, 23 or 24. Uh, But since 2017, the guy has fallen off. He just can't do anything. He can't win anything. What has happened to him? And so what I want to know, 8-Ball, is will Jordan Spieth win a golf tournament, a PGA golf tournament in 2021?
0: All right. And the good news, Len, he as did. a Jordan Spieth yes. fan, he uh, did. Jordan's back.
1: Yes, he came back this year, and he actually won one, maybe two. I can't remember, but he definitely won one tournament, I know.
0: Be- much so. better year than the year before, either way.
1: Oh, fantastic. Oh, but, but not for previous two or three years. Oh, yeah, he had yeah. a great, great season.
0: He won one. He won the 2021 Valero Texas Open is 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 the one that he won but who cares did the eight ball think he won yes all right nice and that means the eight ball goes up six to four all right can't lose can't lose (laughs) can't lose (laughs)
3: we've got two questions left paula Oh, I, I mean, technically the eight ball still could lose the next question. If the eight ball gets it right, then the eight ball can't lose. That's
0: true. Cause we do have a tiebreaker question. Oh, you have a tiebreaker question. Oh, we, really? we do
3: have a tiebreaker
0: oh, okay. question. Well, then
1: I guess you can lose. You're right.
0: Yeah. No. See, we're not going into that. Any of this. We learned about that and the trivia contest, mm-hmm. which will start next week for this year. Hmm. We've, we've learned we're not going to have ties anymore. Not, not going to mm-hmm. do that. All right. O.G., you were up next and let's listen. Out
4: of the stock. Net outflows. Net outflows. So, my question is, are inflows into US equities going to be positive? Or said another way, you know, will there be outflows or inflows? But will there be inflows, net inflows into US equities in 2021? You know, because the market's only up like 13% for the year. So, this is actually a perfect time to put your money in. Not like earlier this year when it was down a whole bunch. That's sarcasm. So, (laughs) will there be? inflows net inflows usx in, flows and in 2020 flows and
0: inflows and flows. well it's funny og it, because it
4: goes with uh <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> too many too many cocktails to make a, to make a funny joke
0: you were talking about i mean sarcastically saying not the market's up 13 it's a great time to put money in not as good as as earlier but it was a great time to put money in then yeah. Cuz you got another 25% to, this year after it's that. Always
4: good to, it's always good to put money in. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, people worry about the stock market being at an all-time high and that sort of stuff. It's like but it kind of always
0: is. You know, it just kind of if it's hmm. if the economy's working the way it should, and you believe in the economy, it should be up more than well, it's and down. Well, it
4: doesn't matter whether or not you believe in it right now. If you're buying if you're thinking about buying stocks, you better be thinking 10 years, 7 anyway, and do you think in the next decade, the stock market will be higher? And, and and if you're 30 or 40 or 50, this money is to be used when you're 100. So in 50 years, is it going to be higher? Probably
0: so. Unless you're Len and you think zombies are right around yeah, the corner. I was thinking Len's head's about to explode.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this is, yes, it's painful. I, okay, I admit it. That's that. Well, that's fine, Mr. Penzo. But... If you're looking to hire an advisor, you can visit
5: stacking
4: com slash OG
0: <laughs> There it to meet is. with his team. The dude who called it. Yes. Uh, here we go. Let's hear the answer. It was, was that there were inflows, all segments of the market. We had ETFs up. We had global funds up. We had U S uh, base funds up. We had so many inflows into but the market. Not mining shares, Joe, but <laughs> there were probably not mining shares. mining shares, but not gold. <laughs> gold gold might not have done it. Uh, but let's listen. Does the eight ball get this one?
5: I doubtful.
0: Well, yep. the oh, last two years are geez. well, the market got pessimistic. And it, it listen to our voices, by the way. We all sound like we were pessimistic about the market this year going mm-hmm. in and uh 25% year. And the eight ball got that one wrong as well. So that means six five. We're at six five. With with one, this is really
1: coming wow, down to the is, wire. Yeah, it's almost
4: like it's a fifty-fifty 50 gamble. <laughs> it's like almost a like a, a
0: completely random outcome. <laughs> that's there's no way. It's definitely not all random.
3: No, no, that's a far-fetched theory. Yes, there's uh, got to be another explanation.
0: It's it's this eight ball not as good as the one that got all foamy. That's the- <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a much better okay i got the last one let's listen in last question in this weird year of sports that we had in 2020 the year will end in 20 early 2021 and my question len is the big 10 conference had to change the rules at the last minute just to let the ohio state buckeyes even get in get into the the playoff game for the Big Ten. It's in the Big Ten championship game. They actually changed the rules for them. So my question is, will, as a result of that move, will the Ohio State Buckeyes be the football national champions in 2021? Ooh, let's find out. And I said that just to get that look right there from OG. He's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like yuck. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know who, who's more interested in the outcome of this answer. Is it the folks from Michigan or the folks in Ohio? Yeah. Let's find out.
0: We're going to find out in just a second, but, you know, on record is, oh God, no, I hope not. But then it came down to who do you hate more? The final ended up being Alabama against Ohio State. Which one of those teams do you want to win, OG? Alabama against Ohio State.
4: I'm not sure that I'm allowed to vote.
0: You know, that is
5: a painful, painful question. And I say this every year with so much reluctance, but I have to go with a Big Ten school. I have to at least root for the team that kicked the out of us <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> i have to i have to go for that team you know, that, a, a lot of people
4: a lot of people give you know alabama or the patriots you know when when tom brady was there a lot of a lot of flack about like oh it's just alabama again. alabama wins it there's a great documentary i think it's on hbo between bill belichick who's the coach of the patriots oh, yeah. and nick saban who's the coach of alabama And them talking about like how they prepare their kids and their team. I guess they're, you know, men, but, but when they, how they prepare their team for football each year and the fact that, yeah, you were good last year, you won last year. Now what? And, um, but Saban's
0: Saban's telling all his players, he's like, you're not earning your salary. You got to, if you want to earn that big old salary, (laughs) oh, wait a minute. You can
4: tell tell the guy in the group that's from Michigan State that's still sour about a (laughs) a coach that led you to some pretty good wins and then decided, hey, you know, I want to move up in the world. I'm going to keep going and not uh, sour at all. He actually, he
0: said something that was, well, we don't have to get into that. He said something that was very true about Michigan State that I agreed at the time that isn't true. The stepping stone? Uh, no, the fact that Michigan Little State, brother. Michigan State will not do anything until they stop worrying about what else happened in Ann Arbor. And yeah. uh, and once uh, right after that, that was the rise of Tom Izzo and then of uh, Mark D'Antonio. And it became all about East Lansing, and once that started, well, there it was a, was a whole all, different ballgame.
4: Let's be clear: there was a pretty wide gap between Nick Saban and Mark Dantonio. There was a lot of little brother time
5: between. Guys, them. are we doing this now? Do I'm just saying we now? didn't
0: worry about it then. I don't, yes, Paula, do you want to we weigh we in to on this? this. <laughs> what are you thinking uh, about Michigan? Michigan Paul's State head just hit the counter. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> it's, right? like, it's like I'm I trying to just get just a party. Think I'm to a party. to. Can we wrap this up?
3: gonna go get a snack while you continue discussing my my head's still in the the british royals so (laughs) you know more importantly what happened
4: with the uh the magic shaker ball
0: well first of all the answer we should tell people the answer yeah uh ohio state couldn't keep up with alabama it was 52 to 24 was 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 the final so the answer was no ohio state was not was not yes so, and, and by the way, that's not me. That's OG. Just all you Ohio state about. fans. Just uh, send your hatred to OG at com. <laughs> all right, let's find out who this was. Uh, was he eight ball right? And is it going home victorious or do we have the playoff game?
5: Without hesitation. Yes.
0: Wow. The Ohio state Buckeyes. OG going to win the national championship. Yeah, that wasn't true. no, <laughs> What's What's
4: even better is that they can't this year either. So it's a (laughs) win-win.
0: Because who's in the game instead, OG? We don't know yet. Well, We don't know. But who's in the playoffs?
4: Uh, I understand Alabama to be in it. Yes. The University of Georgia. Yes. There's a fine school in Ohio called Cincinnati. Amen. Kind of sort of a school in Kentucky. I mean, basically, if you (laughs) research the history of Florence... Kentucky, they were they were robbed of Cincinnati, so they they should own Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati is basically Kentucky, so we're gonna go with that. Yeah,
3: as as a former local, we we used to call it Cincinnati. There you go, yeah. you very much. See, I told you,
4: you don't want ownership of Ohio. I get it. And then um and then there's a school from Ann Arbor that's that's in the playoff, but you know who knows how it's gonna shake out. We'll see.
0: And everybody's wondering, well, are we gonna finish this up? And let's do that right now. And, uh, so this was our extra question. Let's, let's listen in and see the eight ball. Can the eight ball defend its honor? <laughs> Will Joe Saul see being on the afford anything show more often completely wreck the podcast go. That was our, that was our tiebreaker, Paula. Wow. So,
3: so what's the answer? <laughs>
0: Well, I did. Th- th- that's up to you. But um, if ratings are still high, if things are going well, I thought the answer would have been yes. I would have broken your show by now.
3: Did it wreck the podcast? Oh, geez. I mean, OK, so this this is this is getting a little Schrodinger's cat, right? Like I can't determine like If I influence the answer,
1: wait a minute, then wait a minute. It sounds like a, it sounds like a a resounding, uh, yes, you
0: did. (laughs) No, no, no. I I just, is the podcast. Is we're not talking about, is it more successful? The question was, did I wreck it? Is the podcast still operating? Correct. It is still operating. Yes. And you still have listeners.
3: Yes. Well, then I think we have our answer. So then you did not wreck the podcast. It didn't yeah. go to
0: zero. That was the standard of, 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 of
4: effectiveness
0: is, as long as you have at least a listener. I didn't drive Paula out of podcasting.
1: I mean, you, that was that was really good, Joe, that you you uh, how you got Paula to say you didn't wreck it. But boy, she sure sounded like she was going for
0: it. I yeah. had to get her off that lead. I had to, That's that disruption you know thing.
3: I, I was I was disagreeing with the whole show, like with me being an active participant in determining the outcome, because with all other questions, none of us have any direct influence over the outcome. You know, if a certain ticker symbol does or does not perform the S&P 500, none of us can directly influence that. <laughs> if Harry and Meghan announce <laughs> pregnancy. Tell the people with AMC theaters. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs>
0: A couple hundred bucks in that thing changes the course of history, Doug.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think to have a pure, unadulterated, like uninfluenced by human touch type of answer from the magic eight ball, it needs to be as objective, i.e. not subjective as possible, meaning none of us can influence the outcome.
0: I think that's true if, if we were talking about, was it more successful? Was it more mm. successful? I think, but did I wreck it? I think you can
3: be kind of. Objective. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then objectively, no, you did not wreck it. All right. You
0: heard it there. We need to keep that recording. <laughs> Joe did not wreck the pod. No matter what happens.
3: Who you print that on your book. I, yes. This guy didn't wreck my podcast. Did not
0: wreck Paula's show <laughs> by stacked available everywhere. All right. Uh, let's see what the eight ball said. Is the eight ball on our side or not?
5: The answer.
0: No. Uh-huh. Bam! Uh-huh.
1: Eight ball wins. Uh-huh. The honor is still intact. Just barely,
0: Len. Just yeah, barely.
1: Yep. Y- you you got to believe. The magic quarter. <laughs> next time
0: you, you got to believe that thing was looking <laughs> yes, at the dumpster on the corner going i don't want to end up there holy smokes all right wow, that uh, was
1: close
0: <laughs> coming up next angelo Poli going to get us all in shape for 2022 get that 2022 body moving time yeah, to get ourselves angelo gonna wreck joe's podcast
3: answer cannot be found at this moment
0: well you know what we're going to learn in the next 10 minutes in the next 10 minutes let's say hi to angelo Poli. and i'm so happy he's back the man behind metpro back here to help us kick off 2022 angelo Poli is here how are you my friend
2: I am doing great, Joe. Great to be back. Always love chatting with you. Well,
0: likewise, and I got to tell you, our community, when we told them that you were going to be on this episode today, responded like they always have with people just can't wait to hear this. And you were telling me earlier that the trend is a little different this year when it comes to health and wellness. Tell me what trends you're seeing
2: in the community. So seeing a a big uptick in basically just everyday people, maybe folks that didn't have a previous history in sports or athletics deciding, you know, after the last couple of years we've had, I'm ready to get in shape. I'm ready to take control of my health. Uh, A lot of people who are saying they're ready to take control of their weight. A lot of people saying, you know, even though I may not have a gym membership or I may not be participating in the same program I used to, they're diving back into their fitness and it's awesome. We'll take the silver lining. (laughs) Last couple of years have been rough, but we'll take the silver linings that come out of it. And it's really neat to see people coming out of the woodwork and saying, this is important to me and recognizing I don't have to talk them into it. I don't have to prove it to them.
0: Yeah. I feel like for me, it's because, you know, we're all working from home and and the stories I'm getting from people I interview, we're working from home and we want to get that routine back that we used to have, you know, That's it. go to the gym, get out, get moving. And, yeah. and And the rest of your day feels better. You, I mean, you know, this as well as anybody, you get out there, your day is much better.
2: You and I have had this conversation multiple times. Often with my uh, executives, my professionals, and basically just people who are hardworking and focused in their mindset, I'm always having to talk to them and say, hey, Johnny, it will affect your bottom line. Mm. You will actually be more profitable. You will actually be more productive. It's not just a cliche, but when you're feeling good, you have more energy. Even, hey, I'm looking good today. It all spills over into your productivity. When you're feeling well, it dives in. What's different now is I don't have to talk people into it. I'm getting these calls, guys saying, gals saying, I'm at home. I'm willing to exercise. I need to do whatever it takes because I've been sitting at home the last two years and I am ready to feel good again. And so people are diving in and doing it.
0: Okay. So on Monday, we had Ramit Sadie help us motivationally get into the new year. That was a fantastic episode. On Wednesday, Aaron Sky Kelly helped us get out of debt. Now, Angelo, no pressure. (laughs) <laughs> help us, help us get into shape. Where do we start here? It's yeah. a new year, new me. Where, where do I begin?
2: That's it. Well, you know me, Joe, I'm bottom line guy. I like to, you know, give me the bottom line. What, what's going to make the greatest impact? And so the answer is going to be having a strategy that is specific to you and is not random. That, that's really what it boils down to. So we've seen the trend in the last year, year and a half. We've seen a lot of innovation from technology, which is great, by the way, I'm a big fan of that stuff. You know, you got genetic testing, you got blood testing, you've got allergy stuff, you can do your sleep monitor, you can do your right at, you know, the palm of your hand. These are great things for wellness. At the end of the day, what people still need and what people constantly day in and day out are still coming to me for is what's the strategy? Because when it comes to health and wellness, having additional indicators and markers, they really help you make wellness oriented decisions. But when you have a specific goal, let's use, for example, and I always bring this up. It's not that weight loss is the most important goal. It's just the one people come knocking on my door stymied with the most often. So I keep going back to this. If you have a specific weight loss goal, you have to have a specific plan for you because what you can do is you can go and you can do all of the, the testing, the metrics and start a program. And see results for about two or three weeks. You're still going to end up in the same spot. And that is you're going to hit a fork in the road. Everybody hits that fork in the road. You know what the industry calls it? They call it a plateau. And it just simply means you've done good for your body. Your body has now acclimated to those good deeds. Uh. Something else has to change. And you can have the greatest, most scientific program on the planet. Or you can go to Barnes and Nobles, put your hand over your eyes, point, pick a book that says lose weight with, go home and try it, and guess what? In both cases, you're gonna probably see progress for two or three weeks, and then your body acclimates to it. So having a strategy that says, if this, then that, once you hit that ever guaranteed plateau, having a strategy that says, okay, here's what I'm gonna do next, When I reach this point, I'm going to add this with the exercise. When I reach that point, I'm going to change this with my macronutrients or modify my calorie intake or adjust my meal plan. That's based off of when and how you hit plateaus and when and how we can break plateaus for you. That's the key. Have a strategy. Work with someone that can help you with that strategy if you don't already know it. And if you already know the strategy, write it down. Commit to it and then look back each week and go, okay, if I were to show someone my activity log, if I were to show someone my food log, would they be able to guess what my goals have been this past week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would they be able to say, oh, I see what you're eating. I see what you're trying to do. Or would they, or would you need to tell them you were on a plan to build (laughs) muscle or I was on a plan to lose 20 pounds?
0: It's almost like we talk about people. um, If you really want to get your financial house in order think of yourself as a public company, where every quarter you have to go to your investors and go, Hey, here's what we did last quarter. Like all of a sudden these goals become less. So I love the accountability piece of that. Another piece that I like though, is this idea of looking at the second domino. Cause to your point, I think a lot of investors do the same thing. They look at the first domino, but you're already looking ahead of Hey, we know a plateaus coming down the road. How do we avoid this situation altogether?
2: Yes, so <laughs> so people have asked me. They said, "What, Angela? What is MetPro? Short for metabolic profiling?" Because I've been on your diet before. I'm like, I don't have a diet. It's not a diet. No, no, no this, this is a process. So when I'm explaining people what what we do at MetPro as coaches. I'm explaining a system of rectification and you hit the nail on the head when you say looking at the second domino. You have to do that with financial planning, with anything else you're doing, looking at the big picture. So when you're listening to an expert or a guru that's talking about health or fitness or weight loss, I'm going to give you two truths to consider. Here's two truths. The first truth is this. The meal plan that causes all human beings on planet Earth to lose weight the fastest is this. You ready? Water. (laughs) That's the meal plan that causes the fastest weight loss on planet earth. In fact, any ingredients added above and beyond water slow that process. That's a truth. Now, here's the problem with that truth. The second truth is every day you only eat water, you are one closer to death. That is also a truth. We call it starvation. You can't just stop eating. So where is the rectification between the fact that I have to eat in some way, shape, or form less with the fact that I can't stop eating? That's where the strategy comes in. So when we talk about all these fancy terms, like you people have heard me talking about baseline testing and figuring out where your macronutrients are, we're not just looking at what's a good or healthy meal plan. We're looking at where can we start so that way we have steps two, three and four to keep you progressing. And again, some people, their goal isn't weight loss. Their goal's energy, yeah. improved health and vitality. Yeah. But if your goal starts with, I want to shed the extra pounds and I want to increase my energy, then that's where that specificity comes in. So action step, because I, I know we only have a few more moments. I'm big on giving our listeners at least something to walk away with. It's like, this is great. I understand I could work with a professional. I know what you guys do, but just give me something I can do tomorrow. Here's what I tell people. If you want one disruptive behavior, in order to have any strategy, you have to have consistency. So if I say to you, you know what's your preferred method of clean eating or weight loss or athleticism, whatever the case is? If you don't have a routine that's consistent, you don't have any strategy. It's a program with an identity crisis. So, to fix that, start with just two things consistent lunches and a mid afternoon snack. If you can just do those two things, and when I say consistent lunches, I don't mean the rest of your life forever to the end of time. Just if you can say for the next two or three weeks, Three out of four days, I'm going to have a consistent, healthy, clean lunch. And three out of the four next few days, I'm going to prepare a healthy, clean afternoon snack. Just doing that will be massively disruptive in many ways to your progress to your daily routine because if you have lunch and you have an afternoon snack that means likely you're going to have to prepare that snack and that lunch when you're having breakfast so you're not going to miss breakfast if you had breakfast then you've had lunch and you've had a mid-afternoon snack you're not going to have low blood sugar when you're ready for dinner and when you get to dinner you're not going to be so hungry that you're as likely to overeat i say as likely because chocolate still tastes good right but less likely and so now we've had a program, a plan where we've just changed one or two things that can massively affect the bottom line. I know that's what you're about, right?
0: I, I am about the bottom line, brother. <laughs> Let's get some Benjamins. But, but you know what? Uh, I've got one more question. I think you just answered it with that phenomenal tip, which is diet or exercise. Which one do you start with first if you're doing neither right? Or do you do them both? Is it no, a one That's a great much?
2: question. No, the answer is diet. And it is not for the reasons you think. It's not because diet is more important than exercise. Exercise is very important. It's that diet is much harder to establish a consistent routine. It's more confusing where to start, where to begin. There's a lot. It's shrouded in mystery. And it's something that you have to do five. Not everybody eats four or five times a day, but you have to eat every day, at least a few times a day. And so if you're going to start somewhere that's going to have the greatest impact, I tell my clients, and I have for years, you come to the gym to exercise after we talk about your diet. And if we haven't gotten that right, we're going to use that hour to go shopping for food and to preparing your meals. Because if you want to impact your health, if you want to impact your weight, if you want to impact the major markers of wellness, it starts with your diet. You also need to get active and exercise but start small, start consistent, but start small. A lot of people say, well, I'm ready to go. So they go to the gym and they do this two hour boot camp that crushes them. And they're, you know, crippled for two weeks and then you're done and then you're done. Don't do that. I tell my clients, start with something you can do for five to 10 minutes, but do it every day, or at least five days a week, because we can build on that. Diet first, five to 10 minutes of exercise a day. Second, that's if you're not currently in a routine and then build from there.
0: Angela, I wish you got excited about this. I I I, I totally, totally wish you liked what you did. I also wish you knew of a program that could help people with this stuff. Rumor has it you might know one.
2: If you go to metpro.co slash SB for Stacking Benjamins, we got a special offer for you guys. You'll actually get to talk to a coach, not a call center somewhere, a coach who will just, you know, get to know you and can speak more specifically about what a specific routine could look like for you. So metpro.co slash SB. You can check us out at MetPro.
0: It's awesome. Angelo, thanks for hanging out with us and Thanks for helping us make 2020 you. 2020 you. How about that? 2022 to help us make. Thank you for helping us make 2022. 2020 you. Wow. I love it. I think I just came up with that. Somebody already did that before me. Thanks. That's right. Tm.
4: Hi, I'm Derek, and when I'm not working on the hook for Joe's mom's next greatest rap album, I'm stacking Benjamin's baby.
0: We're back here for the second half, and this is the part where we ask the Magic 8-Ball questions. We're going to run through three rounds of questions, guys. Paula, uh, you are up first. What's your first question for the 8-Ball going to be for 2022? What are you looking at?
3: All right. We know that El Salvador is the first country to accept Bitcoin as a an official form of currency. Will any other nations in South Latin America... America- no latin i'm extending it to all of latin america central and south (laughs) will any other nations in latin america accept any cryptocurrency as an official form of payment Uh, before december 15th yeah before before december 1st before Before december December
0: 1st 1st. all right len what do you think do you think that's going to happen you know what
1: joe who knows i would say no but uh, I think what they're going to do instead is go with central bank digital currencies. I think it's, so too. Did you say
0: cryptocurrency or
3: Bitcoin? I said any cryptocurrency.
1: Yeah. I, I think what they're going to do those, I think they're going to go with the central bank digital currency. But,
0: yeah. Which. And, and crypto is going to be different then, right? Crypto is yeah. going to be different yeah. than uh, central yeah. bank. Yeah. That's digital currency. definitely different. Yeah. Oh, do you agree with that? Which way you go on that?
4: I have no idea as to whether or not uh, any any country that's will not how own. this
0: game works this I game this care. game is all speculation and <laughs> how's yes. about i don't care okay
3: how, how right. about you flip a coin and then give us an answer <laughs> yes and then go yeah absolutely all
0: right mr penzo the question paula is mm-hmm.
3: do you want me to ask it again absolutely right. i will ask it to the magic ball. len does your magic ball have a brand name mr something Mr. Yes. Mr.
0: Mr. Predicto.
3: Mr. Predicto. <laughs> How have I not been addressing all. him by name? <laughs> <laughs> this entire time. How rude of me. It
0: isn't <laughs> yeah, by Mr. the way. Predicto. <laughs> the the cheaper eight ball was Predicto. This is <laughs> Mr. Predicto to you. <laughs>
3: whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to upgrade to, like, uh, Dr. Predicto, (laughs) Professor Predicto, Predicto, Reverend Predicto. I mean, all right. So my question to your magic eight ball, who I have just learned, goes by the name Mr. Predicto. in the year 2022, at any point between January 1st through December 1st, will any Latin American nation, meaning any nation in Central America or South America, other than El Salvador, (laughs) accept cryptocurrency as an official form of payment? Will the government of that nation announce that it accepts any cryptocurrency as an official form of payment? Definitely, yes.
0: Cool. Well, it's going to expand. Wow. We shall see. So we we have a positive eight ball to kick off this year's predictions. Uh,
3: Does anyone want to guess which country that's going to be? Who'll be the first? Chile. Ooh. All right. Done. I think, uh,
0: man. I don't. I don't know which country would. Mm. Guatemala. I'd say Venezuela. Oh, Venezuela is a good one. That's a, Mm, that's that's a a, better one. That is a good one. I should have taken that one.
3: Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. 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 Yeah, Can I echo that one? (laughs)
0: Sure, Go ahead. Yes, you can. It's on the, it's on the record now. (laughs) Paula echoes that one. Next up, Mr. Penzo, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, okay. So my question is obviously the inflation's around, but will it get, will the CPI print double digits in any month in 2022?
0: We had, by the way, variations on that question for in the in the Facebook group. Uh, Mark and Mike also asked. Gretchen also asked the same same question. Um, so lots of people asking this, wondering variations of this this same question. So All right. good stuff well, here. Let's do it. Great
1: minds think alike. Let's see.
0: Yeah.
3: Definitely yes.
1: Yes. You know what? I'm I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Mr. Predicto is going to be correct. The magic eight ball.
0: Going to be yes. lots of
1: inflation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so.
4: Yeah. Double digit. That's ugly.
1: Well, it was already printed six point. What did, what did it print just recently? Is it, it's in the sixes now, right? That is that it's is a big, ugly. Big gap
4: between six and ten, though.
1: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. And they can also the CPI too. is
4: completely BS. But yeah, really. of course it is. Yes.
0: By the way, by big gap between six and ten. OG means four. (laughs) Just defining that. OG. 80% change, but yeah. Depends on if you think four is a big gap, but yes. OG, you're up, my friend. Cool. All right. So got this one from the audience at home.
4: Will Congress, we'll just say Congress, the the collective, will they kill backdoor Roth contributions? Yeah, man. Yeah, good one. IRA, then you convert it to
0: a Roth. Will they kill it in... Uh, well, between now and uh, the end of the year, that also was asked by many, many people here in the basement. Wow, really cool! Lots of people wondering. Uh, e. Lella asking that. Get your back door in got, now. Yes, mm-hmm. Mike asking that question. Uh, several other people. So let's do it. All right, here we go. Everything points mm-hmm. to no. No, they will not Ooh. kill it. How about that?
1: That's okay. interesting. All right, aren't Let's they trying? They're trying to stuff that in the bills mm-hmm. right now, aren't they? Everything I see.
4: Yeah. Say, yes, absolutely. A lot of people <laughs> stuff stuff
5: stuffing. Come on. All <laughs> <laughs> the congress
4: people stuffing a lot of things in the back door lately.
5: Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh,
0: it's going south. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, oh God. wow yeah all right what's the matter with you people I, uh, doug, you started it doug when when doug is the ad- i saw you giggling like a schoolgirl.
3: <laughs> but i didn't say it out loud you, you, were, you were all like you couldn't even you, you said it like, with your face you like, you, you, you.
0: i just think it's amazing when we have a recording where doug's the adult in the room
4: <laughs> he's not
1: he started he it. wasn't That's a
0: good point all right now we're going to keep this ball rolling and everybody's as I swear every word I say people are looking for a euphemism. Oh, is that a euphemism? Uh, but we are going to keep this ball rolling. I've got a great question here that I will ask from Wesley. Will the Fed have more than one rate hike in 2022? I think Ooh. I think that's a great question, Wesley. So that I'm gonna we're gonna ask that one. I do think they'll have more than one rate hike. Uh, Len, I think you think so. I'm not so sure. I, I think if they do, I think they're going to reverse
1: course. I don't think they're going to get very far in their rate hiking. Mm. I really don't because pa- you you hike the rates that impacts the stock market and I don't think they want to see that drop.
0: I don't know, man. So, if you're predicting high inflation and not many rate increases, that's really their their Paul
4: Volcker action.
0: Only well, check up the They rate.
1: can't they can't raise rates high because it's this is way different than in the early 80s when Volcker was there. You know, we, we have a 30 trillion dollar national debt. So you can't raise rates too high now. It's not like in the 80s when we had very little debt and Paul Volcker could jack up the, the short-term Fed yeah, rate. Yeah, but
4: that's the that's debt that we have presently, right? I mean, that's got a term to it and, a, and an interest rate assigned. Is it, is but they it, keep – well, they, they keep rolling that over.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let's ask they the question. Not. Are we going to have more than one – we're going to have more than one rate hike next year?
2: The answer is
0: unclear. Come on. We try will try again. We all will right. try again, eight ball. We will. We didn't say, Mr.
5: I would not count on it.
0: Oh, Len we would
3: not count on it.
0: Len's eight ball agrees so, with him. So, so okay,
1: yeah. So he's saying maybe is one I, and no more. One is and done. I would
3: not count on it a, d- a definitive no. Is that a strong enough no?
0: I think that's a no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's a, all right. Otherwise, I, this is going to be a six hour podcast trying to pin <laughs> that thing down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're going to run with that on to round two. And Paula, that means you're up again. All
0: right.
3: Well, we have asked about whether or not Congress will kill the backdoor Roth. I think we should also ask whether or not Congress will kill the 1031 exchange. That's uh, also something being bandied about. Boy, imagine so the the, the 1031 for people who don't know what that is. Tell people what that means. So a 1031 exchange, it refers to section 1031 of, of some code and IRS code. the IRS code, the tax code. And if you are a real estate investor and you sell a home and have a capital gain, you will not be subject to capital gains tax. If you identify a property within a designated period of time and then purchase that property within a different designated period of time with the money that you use from the sale of that initial property. And so it's a way for real estate investors to sell a given property, level up or level sideways into a different property, and essentially keep selling in and out of properties, keep transacting properties without having to have a capital gains drag on the proceeds of their sales. Capital does the gains tax to, drag? Does the property have to be your primary residence? No. Does no. Not. So this, this is specifically for real estate investors. So it is different from the capital gains tax exclusion that applies to owner-occupants.
0: Yeah, so 1031 may be on the chopping block as well. So, Paula, your
3: question again? At any point in in the year 2022, prior to December 1st, we'll say for the the sake of having a definitive cutoff date, between January 1st to December 1st, 2022, will Congress pass a rule, whether or not it goes into effect, will they pass a rule in which they... uh, outlaw, ban, change, the 1031 exchange. Paula, I'm curious. Do you spell succinct with two C's or (laughs) just just one C? I can't remember. I I want to be crystal clear so that there's no debate. (laughs) Here Um, we go. Can you
1: ask the question one more time, Paula? Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) Mr. Predicto. The answer is yes.
0: Ooh. Wow.
1: Well, I'm just, I was just I was just glad would. I was just glad he was certain in one direction or the other <laughs> yeah. so we, so we could uh wouldn't Move have on. to ask the question again.
0: No. Well, that's man. Uh, some uh negativity here out of the eight balls more taxes people are going to pay. Len, what's uh what's up for you next?
1: Uh let's see here. Um I have one related to housing too. My question is is the average US housing price in 2022, going to be more or less than what it was at the end of the year in 2021. So basically, I'm asking, is home prices, the average U.S. home price going to fall?
0: I'm always just wondering, how are we going to measure that? Do we have a, a measurement? Well, some, I
1: know case, I've seen case it Case-Chiller Home Price Index? I know I've seen – I've seen – articles where they say the average or it could be the median too yeah I, it yeah it depends on when he's yeah, we'll be that. At, we should so.
0: probably go with december 1st on this one i'm thinking
1: okay because
0: that'll be easier for us to find all right our home price is going all to right. fall is it go- not go up are they going to fall
1: will they be lower on december 1st 2022 than they were they, uh, in they gonna... december of this year yeah or, or okay. of last year
2: actually all right all right here we go definitely yes
0: oh prices lower. So we go from Hell now. wow. We go from what we talked about Paul at the economy conference which was that in some cities we're seeing prices quote normalize was the word they mm-hmm. used and you said you yeah. agree with that word to now yeah. we've got them fallen. Mm.
3: I uh don't think they're going to fall. Um, I yeah. And also so, so in that fell. on that
0: discussion,
5: I, I seem to recall Paula you saying all real estate is local that there Correct. isn't really a point in discussing this in a in a, a broad term so do well we care about this answer if that if we're looking at an index that's that's national
0: it's the eight ball
5: doug of course no. we care
1: <laughs> doug you're talking as if you're actually getting usable data from this from these questions
5: <laughs> well
0: what the hell are we doing here Len? why are we even spending our time we've been asking that for almost 10 years doug <laughs> we've been Good wondering job, that man. yeah 10 year anniversary coming up this year Wow. wow all right, kids. 11 year
3: anniversary for Afford
0: Anything. It's uh, just amazing. Yeah.
3: 222.22. Let's 22.
0: cut that out. Crazy.
1: 13 for linpenzo.com. <laughs> wow. 11, 11,
3: 12, eight.
0: Lucky 13. What about the persistent itch? How long has that been? That's, That's only itching. been a few years. That's, That's been like five, five. Yeah. It has probably been five years. Five, it's, it, it, he has to rename it next year the really persistent itch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the chronic itch
0: <laughs> <laughs> went on for a long time
1: brought to you by crew
0: yes oh gee that brings us to you my friend okay so over the last uh i don't know
4: five years tech stocks have just been crazy right nasdaq microsoft amazon facebook google that whole deal so uh very simply will the nasdaq qqq will it outperform the SP next year
0: Mm. Will the Nasdaq very
4: close, very close in 2021, but but you know, in the in the five year history, the two I mean it's just smoking it. So will it continue its cycle of outperformance? And
0: we've kind of seen this last quarter, the Nasdaq kind of now, it's getting I, tired. Yeah, I was going to say it's I won't say a tailspin, but I will say that yeah. that's been a little bit uh, tailspin all the way down from up thirty to up twenty eight. I know, right? <laughs> but but it has been the uh, the kind of the laggard here the last couple of months. So let's see, Q's going to beat SPY.
3: Everything points to no.
0: Well, and that would of tech, people. Sell your houses and sell your tech. Th- that would be the that would be the short term trend. There uh, would match the short term trend. So we'll see. The eight ball thinks it's a longer trend. I'm going to go with Kathy's question from the basement here. Will the performance of the S&P 500 in 2022 be greater than it was in 2021? Is, oh my are, goodness! Are we going to have more than plus 25 this year? Wow! This will be a, a question. Greedy. It's been negative so far. Let's see how negative it is now.
3: The signs
0: say no. That it mm. will not. And that would make sense. That yeah. Did I just say the magic eight ball makes sense? What the hell? Well, that's we'll hey.
3: see. So, 50% of the time it's right every time. <laughs> 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 time. Wrong, wrong with me.
0: Paula, we're up to our last question. I know you thought <laughs> long and hard about this. Just yes. relax and lean into it. Tell the eight ball your
3: final question. Okay. I hate to ask this, but in <laughs> in the spirit of asking a question about the British royal family and asking a question, you know, w- with the understanding William and Kate are done having kids, Harry and Meghan done having kids. Oh, you're not going there, uh-huh. are you? I th- Never mind. Let's see. <laughs> are you, well, well, their kids are too young to get married. Yes. But unfortunately, Queen Elizabeth's health has been. You are going there. I am going there. We're gonna have Um, a death
0: watch question. Wow!
3: Yeah. Well, I will phrase it in a different way because it's also possible that she may want to step down from the demands of the position
0: of queen. This
5: is better. I like this better. Change on the
0: throne.
3: Right, yes, right. exactly.
0: Doug said change Will, on the throne before. It's change, kinda awkward. So you guys <laughs> I gotta go change on the throne right now. I'll be back.
3: <laughs> it's a whole different question. Right. right but being <laughs> <good> queen, <laughs> being queen comes with a set of responsibilities. And you know, she's the longest reigning monarch. It may be the case that in order to look after her health, she decides to give up her responsibilities and, and pass that down to her heir and and play an active role in training her heir you know, on-the-job training. So, will, yeah, will we have a change in the throne at any point in 2022 prior to December 1st? Is that Prince Charles? Is that who's next? That is. Yes, it is. Well, so I... It I intentionally didn't phrase it as Prince Charles because if something were to happen to Prince Charles, then it would pass to Prince William. And so I want to leave space for any change on the throne, regardless of what fate may befall Prince Charles.
1: So if, if Prince Charles doesn't, then it's not the speaker of the house after Prince Charles.
3: <laughs> if Prince Charles it's for Morris. any reason <laughs> <laughs> It's Newt Gingrich. It's, it's a... <laughs> Prince Charles is first in line for succession succession. After that is Prince William. And then after that is Prince George, Prince William's oh firstborn son.
0: And then it turns out it's Doug. <laughs> so and then Newt Gingrich. Wasn't there a movie like that with uh with uh Goodman? Um yeah, that's right. It yeah. was. Texas first the name. The name of it. Goodman. Not John. John
5: Goodman. John Goodman. Yes. Thank yeah, you. There was, there was that movie. All right.
1: Are
0: we ready? Already? Pray God. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Am
3: I there can- a, Mr. Yes. Predicto, will there be a change on the British Royal Throne at the highest level of the British Royal Throne? Not the lowest in level. In 2022, at any point in 2022 prior to December 1st? It is a strong possibility. Got to go with yes. Mm-hmm. That's a, that yes. a yes. I think that's a, I think yes. a yes. That's a yes.
0: It's kind of a wimpy yes. That's a
3: weak
1: yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's like, like a yes. A yeah. Kind, yeah. Of, yeah.
1: kind of uncertain, but
5: that is a yes. Uh, meh, sure. I thought it was <laughs> pretty much a guarantee. If you say so. That's the way I heard it. Yeah. All right. Are we done with questions? Cause I just love watching Len sort of fluff. Mr. Predicto. The
0: way he <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like you get to watch this three more times, Doug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Doug's wondering if you could do that slower, He's, that would be great. Maybe, uh, Len dinner. And what you got, man?
1: Uh, my last question, probably no surprise at something precious metals related. I want to know, I'm going to think big again. I, I struck out with the gold miners in 2021 this year. I'm going with Silver. Very simply, I want to know, will the price of silver pass its all-time high and then some this year, uh, in 2022? Uh, will it reach $50 or more? Please, please
5: be right. Or
4: have retirement on the hook.
5: That is a likely outcome. Oh, no!
0: yeah, I
5: like it.
0: Len's got good news for the honeybee tonight. Yes, indeedy. Count up. We're going to the sizzler. <laughs> and we can get the appetizer. I am happy. Mr. OG, last question.
4: Um, should I keep a sports theme in there?
0: Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm not going fun. sports, so why don't you go ahead and ask the yearly sports hmm. question.
4: I've got two angles here. So I can do the sports one, which is... Is Alabama going to win the national championship again? That's the obvious sports question. Or I could ask, is Joe's book going to be on the national, or I'm sorry, on the New York Times
5: bestseller list? Oh, that keeps your your theme going from last year. Which is it even going to show up in the light of day? Yeah, yeah.
4: Will there be at least
0: one purchase of Joe's book? (laughs) (laughs) Not including Joe's mom. Not including mom. That doesn't include family members, right?
4: How many tour stops do you have?
0: 42. And that was actually a question that, that, uh, oh I saw gosh. you Rebecca has here that, uh, we were going to ask. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's, let's the, by the uh, way, stacking slash stacked. will tell you where I'm going to be.
4: All right. So, uh, let's just do the, let's do your tour then. Uh, will Joe hit 42 cities on his book tour? Let's find out.
3: cannot be found at this moment.
4: Yeah, it's cuz it was a vague question. It's a, you know, it's a, like on 42. I'm going to say can I give you a some leeway? Say more than 37. More than 37 of the 42. Point. There you go. Cuz do we you actually make it to, to
0: 37? Yeah, you might make it.
5: The answer is no. <laughs>
0: Ooh, mm. Negative Nancy. That's wow. Negative Nancy the whole day today. I've been told by a lot of people that wow. they're like, are like, are you crazy? You're doing that in what time frame? So we shall see. But hopefully, that's a grueling tour. I mean, that's cool. You know what? You pull the band aid off, but when it's the stackers, you can hang out with stackers. How great yeah, is that? That's true. That across is true. the United States. That is true. We're going to see if we can get Len to San Diego and to LA. So Len's looking at me sweet. like, no, I, think I can pull that off. Len's like, yeah, I, I can. But if you're watching the video, the look on his face is like, <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you, man. <laughs> pass, hard pass. All right, man, then I've got the last question and uh, I was going to ask Rebecca's. So let's do, let's do this one. I'm going to do a question. We do, we do one political question every year and this is Thank the magic, God. this is, this is the magic eight ball that uh, remember predicted Donald Trump. And this was a year mm-hmm. before the election. He did. It was a year mm-hmm. before the election. So uh, yeah, the question that we have here from the basement that we'll ask is, This is the midterm elections, right? Will the house and Senate have a shift in majority meaning. So that's going to be both. So what he's asking is, is, is both. Uh, Ron asked, will the house and Senate see a shift in the majority?
5: It is best not to say no.
0: I would agree with that. that. I would totally agree. (laughs) Want to keep our ratings high. You just shut up about this stuff. But eight ball.
3: The answer you seek is yes.
0: Going to see it. All right. Political shift on the, on in the future. All right. There it is. A uh, who's got a good Do you have a tiebreaker. Where's the tiebreaker? Well, question? you know what I thought? Doug has been with us here for nearly two hours of, of recording has not asked one question. Mr. Doug, <laughs> he's got nothing.
5: So <laughs> vacant in my brain right now, Joe. It's just, <laughs> will the Bob fuck. Come, come on, is, Doug. you got to have something there right see, now.
3: Things include current. South America, British Royal, sports, Joe's book. Could be, I mean, you could go into movies. The sports?
1: He didn't do sports. We never got into sports, done sports question. yet. And so I will
5: go
0: we Thank d- you. We did do sports. sports. Oh, no. OG did no, not do sports. OG, OG.
5: He's. Went we to seduced the and then abandoned. That's right. Uh, so well, I, uh, I am going to go sports, and I am going to ask, will Purdue make it to the final four of well, the final four? In
0: basketball. basketball. the NCAA yeah, basketball. basketball. Pretty oh, good basketball team. Yeah, good. Let's yeah. find out.
5: Highly doubtful. Wow. Wow. Dude sucks. Wow. That dude sucks. Wow. We've been stroking him for two hours and he comes up with that
0: crap. Do you know the good news is you're going to save a lot of time, Doug. I mean, think about all the time you would have watched Purdue all season long. You already know the outcome. So, so it's me and good. The there. Fin turn are going to be heartbroken. <laughs>
5: but <laughs> but did you hear the, did you hear the derision in in it's the, like, in oh. the
1: eight balls voice too? I mean, it was perfect. I, it wasn't Damn. even,
0: it wasn't even Nolan. It was Cha. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you wasting my time with that tone of voice? Oh, unfortunately, I know this was a short show, but we should probably go. Let's find out what's going on where all of you work. Mr. Penzo, what's going on at LenPenzo.com?
1: I did. It was time for a family taste test challenge again. So uh, I got the family together and we did peanut butter. We did five different peanut butters in a blind taste test challenge. We did a couple store brands, one from Walmart and one from my local Albertsons and then three name brands. And as usual, you may be surprised at what the blind taste test results Showed. True. Are they all crunchy? Are they all smooth? No, they were all smooth. As a matter of fact, I did a little research. Did you know that forty nine percent of Americans prefer smooth, and I think it's twenty nine percent prefer chunky, and then the rest crunchy. Crunchy. What did I say? Chunky, crunchy, crunchy. chunky, not crunchy, (laughs) not crunchy, crunchy,
3: (laughs) crunchy. You said chunky, chunky, but it is well, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking ice cream. And chunky, we'll the
4: eat. other
5: smart people. The, rest the remaining the, people,
4: yeah. both. Mm-hmm. They like both. They don't care. They
5: They'll like take both. It yeah, there is only one it. kind of peanut butter. I'm with OG First. on this. Once mm-hmm. that's same, that's same yeah, butter. only crunchy. Crunchy?
3: You're yes. crunchy. There should be yes, whole totally. peanuts in there. Entire no, whole. Oh yeah. How do you know be what you're
5: butter is peanuts. with
1: peanuts laying on top of it? Yes. And what if those jam. aren't peanuts inside there? You don't know
4: what you're I'm crunching. Pretty sure it says on the jar, <laughs>
1: they yeah. contain peanuts. Okay, he's
5: kind of picky about
1: peanuts and cool. oil. Is basically how much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not taking any chances, so mine better be smooth. That way if I crunch something, I, I know I've crunched something. I would something say I you have
5: less idea what's in there when it's
0: smooth than when it's crunchy. <laughs> right, anything what? could be blended into that. Right. When it's all Where was all this damn debate during the main show? Like where was it? <laughs> no subjects all of a sudden no. we get on, Those are boring all of a sudden subjects we get on peanut butter about. and everybody's like, "No, this is where we this, draw the line. This
5: is meaningful. <laughs> this affects <laughs> people's daily
0: lives. <laughs> this is yeah, and a true story, by the way, which is uh, the honeybee accidentally dropped some chocolate in it, and they realized <laughs> that this could be a thing. A little chocolate peanut butter,
5: maybe those were commercials in the seventies, uh, Paula.
3: Accidentally dropping chocolate into peanut butter—that's yes. how they
0: created Reese's peanut butter. Or they bump into each moment. other and
1: guy with a chocolate and
0: the the. Yeah, it's time to move the, on. Uh, when we're butter. explaining the context <laughs> of this stuff, Paula, what's going on at Afford Anything?
3: On the Afford Anything podcast. Joe, you have not wrecked my podcast. We've we've established that during uh, today's recording. We
0: got the applause so, there.
3: You know, the the thing, I forgot that it was a year ago that you had just begun coming on to every episode in which we answer audience questions. It's been a year. I, yeah, I, it, it feels like longer. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that it was a year ago. I don't know point. if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But, well, I mean it is a good thing. I mean it feels so natural that I can't remember a time or I I distantly remember a time when we weren't doing it like that, but that feels like a lifetime ago. We
0: have had yeah. a lot of great questions from people and a lot of, uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of, Absolutely. And, and we had the spin drift moment
3: in twenty twenty. Oh my goodness. That was, that was hilarious. Yes. Uh, and so, and, and tune into the afford anything podcast, go through some of our older episodes. If you want to know what that spin drift moment was, <laughs> <laughs> that's one, you know, What we have in store for 2022 is that, Joe, you're going to continue to be on every other episode answering questions that come in from the community.
0: I just got a contract extension. Yes. I'm going to. Absolutely. I'd like 50% more money. Okay. What's 50% of zero? (laughs) Oh, crap. Never mind. (laughs) Yes. And that's at the Afford Anything podcast where find your podcasts are distributed. All
3: right. I'll give you a a jar of crunchy peanut butter. Nice.
0: Well, you know, it's not going to Len's house, so definitely going, going to mine. (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Such fun as usual. Big thanks to all of you for hanging out for this extended episode. Love our stacker family. All right, Doug, you got it from here, man.
5: This show is the property of SB podcasts, LLC copyright 2022. Thanks to Paula Pant for joining us today. You'll find her podcast, Afford Anything, wherever you're listening to us today. Thanks to Len Penzo for joining us today. You can find Len at LenPenzo.com. Thanks also to Angelo Poli from MetPro for helping you and us get our waistline in shape. Want more from Angelo? Head to MetPro.co slash SV. Our show is written in part by Paulette Perhatch who helps writers power their words, their work, and their earning potential with her Powerhouse Writers Coaching Program. Find out more at powerhousewriters.com. Thanks also to our team who made today possible. Karen Rapine is our producer. Tina Eichenberg and Gertrude Smith are our social media mavens. And Brooke Miller handles the show notes and our amazing newsletter, The 201.